Welcome in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy, and peace be with you. My name is Saju Mathlali, and I'm the vicar of St. Mark's Church in the heart of Gillingham here in Kent. I'm standing outside a bakery in Gillingham because today's theme is Jesus' self-description as the bread of life. This Jesus, born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem literally means house of bread, offers himself as the bread of life. Zipporah and Abraham Mathlali are going to play a part in the service and we want to think through what it means for us to come to Jesus, to be our sustenance, satisfaction and life in all its fullness. The grace of God has dawned upon the world with healing for all. Let us come to him in sorrow for our sins, seeking healing and salvation. God, be gracious to us and bless us and make your face shine upon us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May your ways be known upon earth, your saving power among the nations. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You, Lord, have made known your salvation and reveal your justice in the sight of the nations. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May the Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A reading from the letter to the Ephesians. So then, putting away falsehood, let all of us speak the truth to our neighbors, for we are members of one another. Be angry but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing. Rather, let them labor and work honestly with their own hands so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up as there is need, so that your words may give you grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you are marked with a seal for the day of redemption. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander together with all malice and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Gospel according to John. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Then the Jews began to complain. 
about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They were saying, Is not this Jesus the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not complain among yourselves. No one can come to me unless drawn by the Father who sent me. Now I will raise that person up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father very truly. I tell you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that comes down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread that I, I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I spent much of my childhood in a leprosy hospital in the city of Bengaluru in India. My mother was a nurse serving some of the most ostracized and rejected people groups in the world. A distinctive memory I have of that time is of a man by the name of Bahadur who lived with the visible scars caused by leprosy. He used to visit the veranda of our home within the nurses' quarters where we lived. As the hospital canteen served rice and lentils and vegetables, Bahadur always had a flat sun-dried bread, roti we call it. It wasn't any box standard roti, you know. It was his mother's sun-dried roti. His mother made rotis which kept edible for weeks and Bahadur got his rice, lentils and vegetables and to the mild jealousy of his friends around him ate his meal with his proud roti. My mother says, you see, for Bahadur, his roti was not just about his roti. It was about meaning. It was memory. It was a symbol of his mother's affection. It was the knowledge in his bewildering world that he is known and that he is not forgotten. It was tangible evidence in his broken life that some things are held. I wonder if the bread he held spoke to him of his deep yearning and longing for a better life and freedom from the restlessness he experienced. I suggest that this yearning, this longing and freedom from restlessness is universal. The framework and the language we use to make sense of the longings might be different, which is why St. Augustine, that great North African theologian, was right when he said, you have formed us for yourself, O God, and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. St. Augustine exposes the possibility of these longings to be the work of God. What if our longings are placed there by God? What if these longings are conduits and opportunities for seeking God? 
And therefore, I wonder if the quest for pleasure, elation, euphoria, and thrill in our culture is actually a quest for God. In John's Gospel, seven times Jesus describes himself as the I am, and we can't afford to miss the divine overtones. Just as God offered himself to a desperately homesick people in the First Testament to come to him through prophet Isaiah who writes, Come, all who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Just as God offered this invitation to the people longing for home, Jesus, the great I am, is offering himself in saying, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Not only is Jesus offering to satisfy our deepest longings, but in this passage, his self-description is also that of being the source of eternal life. Bishop Tom Wright often points out that eternal life is not just about going to heaven when we die. In John's Gospel, eternal life is the living, interactive relationship with God found in the eternal Son now. In Jesus' life, death and resurrection, eternal life has broken in to the present age, opening up the possibility of renewal of all things. Benedict defines eternal life as a fullness of experience outside of time. He says the supreme moment of satisfaction in which totality embraces us and we embrace totality. What can be more total and complete than the person of God who made his dwelling among us in Jesus Christ? Jesus refers to the bewilderment of the Hebrew people under Moses in this passage and contrasts by positioning himself as the living bread and the source of eternal life. His invitation is clear to our bewilderments as individuals, communities, and indeed more widely the longings of our culture and society. Jesus offers himself as the living bread and source of eternal life. Dane Ortlund is right. The world is starving for a yearning love, a love that remembers instead of forsakes, a love that isn't tied to our loveliness, a love that gets down underneath our messiness, a love that is bigger than the enveloping darkness we might be walking through even today. A love of which even the very best human romance is the faintest of whispers. Come to Jesus. This word who became flesh and made his dwelling among us offers himself to us in love. The hopes and fears of all the years are found in Jesus of Nazareth, the source of satisfaction for our yearning, longing, and hungry hearts. This is amazing grace.
Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. What's So much has changed in our world lately. Wo auch immer du bist, ruf seinen Namen an. Jesus.
Let us declare our faith. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we come to you believing that you are the bread of life. You alone are the one who can truly satisfy us. Please forgive us for trying to satisfy our inner hunger with wrong things. We believe you, that you died for our sins when you hung on the cross. Please give us the gift of life that will satisfy us. You are the bread of life. Be our everything. Lord Jesus, we pray for the hungry in this world, those that are physically hungry and have no food, and for those that are spiritually hungry and do not have a relationship with you. Jesus, bread of life, we pray for opportunities to feed people, to provide food and teach them of your love. You are the bread of life be there everything. Lord Jesus, we lift up all those who are facing various illnesses and difficulties. Give them the hope and courage they need today and every day. Comfort their pain, calm their fears and surround them with your peace. You are the bread of life. Be there everything. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord of heaven and earth, as Jesus taught his disciples to be persistent in prayer, give us patience and courage, never to lose hope, but always to bring our prayers before you through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Jesus Christ. Establish, strengthen, and settle you in the faith. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen.